0: Welcome to Restaurant Influencers presented by Entrepreneur Media and Yelp. Want to give a special shout out to Toast and Pop Menu for believing in this show. We are at the National Restaurant Association Convention 2022. Finally, we're back. We're here in Chicago. So Carl Orsborn and Meredith Sandland wrote the number one book that I recommend to all restaurant owners, including people that watch this show. I reached out to Carl and I said, who in Chicago is the person, the one person that I need to interview, that I can't leave the show without interviewing. Here he is, Jeff Alexander Wow Bao. If you don't know about Wow Bao, you will, because they are taking over not only the United States, but globally what they're doing is why we created this show. We're going to have an incredible episode to talk about influence, to talk about dark kitchens, ghost kitchens, virtual kitchens, and thinking about the restaurant business differently. So, First of all, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. And thank you to Carl. Appreciate appreciate the shout out.
0: Absolutely, Carl. Thank you for uh, for hooking this up. I already know this is going to be an awesome episode. Random question. Where in the world is your favorite stadium, stage or venue?
1: Wow, that is an absolute random. So I have an 11 year old boy and I said to him, I want to take him to all iconic stadiums across the country. That's that'll be like our thing. And it's probably the kind of thing we can do for, you know, 50 years. Think about Lambo and Wrigley and uh, Fenway and so on. But I'm a New Yorker at heart, born and raised. So for me, it's Yankee Stadium or the Giants. But I'll probably go with old Meadowlands for the Giants back in the day. Old Meadowlands. Yeah. Oh, no, no I'm going to scratch that. MSG, MSG, Madison Square Garden. Okay, I don't perfect. know what I was thinking. Right. That is the, the epitome let's of what get, it is. Let's
0: get the energy of MSG. And we're going to say that Wow Bow has sponsored the biggest hospitality huh. conference in the world. We're literally getting influencers, people, industry titans from all over. Only if you're playing the game within the game do you get a ticket to this event. All right. You are center court. You get two minutes to tell us who you are and what you do, the Wow Bow story. Can you uh, mic drop us? Let Wait, the world that, know? No, yeah, the
1: story of Wow Wow, that's easy. Uh, are we starting the clock?
0: Starting the clock, clock all goes, right. two minute
1: drill. No problem. Fastest two minutes in sports right here. So WildBow started in 2003 by Let Us Entertain You. Uh, it grew to three brick and mortar by 07. I took it over in 09, grew it to a number of units, as well as got involved in airports, college campuses, sports stadiums, CPG and grocery, music venues. And in 2017, private equity, Valor Equity Partners took a majority stake to fund our growth. We started doing uh, cloud kitchens in LA within 30 days of that acquisition. And then we got involved with doing Uh, a fully automated restaurant. We actually ended up doing three of them where you walk in order on an iPad or on an iPhone or Android with digital cubbies that were animated and had your name on it and totally revolutionized the industry. Then in 2019, we talked about how we want to continue to grow. We already had national distribution of our product because of all those things I mentioned. And we thought, why couldn't another restaurant sell our food out their back door for third party delivery, grow top line sales, help that mom and pop that only has two day parts, help that ice cream store that is four months of no business, help that uh, hotel room service department that has a full kitchen, but no one's ordering room service. So we started that off, online training materials, marketing deals, whatever we needed to do, and then COVID hit. And from April 2020 through the beginning now of 2022, we've done 600 locations in the last 24 months, helping restaurants across the country and growing our footprint without uh, any capital expenditure or adding any real people uh, numbers to to it. How did you do on time?
0: You did fantastic on time. And the thing that I love is that you're going into the industry that we love, but you're transforming it. You're literally leading the way, leading the way by example. And what I love about the concept, the more that I learned about you, I read about you all the time. What did you guys just win last night?
1: We just won. Uh number one top 100 movers and shakers from fastcasual.com. We're the first brand to ever win it twice. We won it back in 2019 and then we won it last night. Thank you for referencing so, that. So
0: wh- what, what do you contribute to that growth? I mean, they, what do you contribute to winning awards like that? No matter where I go, I'm reading about WowBow, you're getting recommended on the show. This is about influence, this is about attention.
1: Thank you. It's really about innovation and evolution. You know, I talk about if any, when any crisis in the world gets hit, the hospitality industry gets hit harder than anybody. We are the first to feel that pain. And it takes us the longest to get out of that pain. But we come back. We are the most resilient industry there is. And we come back, we innovate, we evolve, we work together and we come back better than before that crisis happened. And that's what's happening now with COVID. The restaurants are better than they've ever been. We just, we're, we're getting better than we've ever been, I should say. And what we've done at bow in 2007, in 2009 when I took over the concept, I had three stores. I put them all with self-ordering kiosks. Now, that doesn't sound like a big deal because McDonald's has self-ordering kiosks. 2009, only airports and, and bank machines and, and movie theaters had kiosks. They weren't even
0: in Lowe's or Home Depot we, or in or it's Exactly. In yeah.
1: 2010, we had an app in the app store. There were only 300,000 apps back then. Now wow. was over three billion. We had we had desktop ordering. We had bicycle delivery. We did all of these things because we wanted to grow. And really what happened is it's entrepreneurship. When you don't have access to capital if you don't have funds just to keep opening and growing you have to find ways to grow i personally knocked on grocery stores back door and said will you carry our frozen product and that's how we're now are over 300 grocery stores so these awards you talk about these accolades it's very important to know i am blessed and i get to be the face of this brand i get to talk to you i get to accept awards i get to have articles it is not me it is a team effort it is a team win and I am fortunate that I have an unbelievable team. I have business development. I have finance. I have account management. Everybody comes together. And that is what's making this work and successful and giving us the opportunity to grow at a rate that really no one else has ever done.
0: So one of the things we love to talk about is a standard restaurant p and isn't sexy consumer packaged goods, CPG, things that you're doing, do adding media components. All the things we talk about on the show is how do we no longer think of ourselves as a brick and mortar restaurant, but how do we think of ourselves as an e-commerce company? How do we get into things that are more profitable, maximizing the labor and giving people
1: a better opportunity to to grow in this industry? Yeah, it's really the real question. And what it comes down to, all of us who got in the restaurant business did so out of passion and we did so out of an entrepreneurial spirit. If you want to do more than just do brick and mortar, if you want to do more than just your store, you have to want to do more. You have to look for ways to grow. And the one thing that COVID's done, it's forced us all to find a new way to grow. When the dining rooms get shut down, when no one's able to walk into your restaurant, people who never did carry out did carry out. People who never did delivery did delivery. We already had all of these legs. We had all of this going already. So for us, it was about what else can we do? Where else can we go? And really, we had this idea pre-COVID for the dark kitchens. So it became for us is how do we help people? Yeah. How do we help educate? How do we help get them sales? So it, it, what, I, what I tell people right now is I love brick and mortar and brick and mortar is very important. But restaurant tours need to get back to being in the restaurants. Back to when you didn't have your 50 locations, your 100 locations, your second location. When you were one store, you were on the floor every day talking to customers in the thick of things with your people. That's how we are going to do better as a business by getting back there and reconnecting with the guest. And and by doing that, that's where you're going to learn about what your business is missing or what opportunity you didn't even know that you had that you can now capture.
0: It's incredible advice. And when I think about our COVID experience, we opened in 2008. Not the best time to open up a business. We leaned into barbecue on the West Coast. Very difficult thing to do. But when COVID hit, I spent so much time with my team figuring out what are we going to do? How are we going to lean into the Internet? Because we already believe we wouldn't have been able to scale our business if we didn't believe in the Internet. We leaned into the Internet. We said, how can we actually become the Amazon Prime of barbecue in San Diego? How do we open up Ghost Kitchen locations? What is a dark kitchen? What is a ghost kitchen? For someone that's listening to this, that they own a traditional restaurant.
1: Yeah. Start to explain some of these terms that get thrown around. Absolutely. And first, I just wanna go back to one of the things you said. When COVID happened, there were two trains of thought. Circle the wagons and how are we gonna get every dollar of our restaurant? Or what can we do to get more dollars? Yep. That was the difference. There were only two mindsets. You couldn't do both. I I shouldn't say that. A lot of us, we included, did both. And you had to focus on how you were gonna do both. But you had a lot of people did one or the other and either led to great success or now they're feeling the, the, the pain on the other side. But when you ask about definitions, look, I, there are no definitions. You cannot you. go to the dictionary. Yes. I could tell you how I look at ghost versus virtual versus dark. To me, a ghost kitchen is a brand that it does not have a brick and mortar mm-hmm. presence. Yes. Right. You're inside cloud kitchens, Kitchen United, all day kitchens, whatever it may be. A virtual brand has no presence anywhere but on the Internet. Yes, you open up a third party app and that's the only place it can be. It might come out of your existing store, it might come out of one of those places, but it doesn't exist outside of the, the Internet space. We believe in dark kitchens. And where that comes from is every restaurant has capacity. I don't know a single uh, business person says, I don't need any more business, right? <laughs> Everybody has capacity. And especially during COVID, you lost your dining room. You didn't need all of your kitchen space, whatever it may be. And we believe we can help turn the lights on in that dark area. To run a Wow bow dark kitchen, you need three feet of space. Three feet of space. Three can feet get, of space? Three feet of space. Three feet you, of space. Can get you How anywhere. How big is three feet of space? It's it, right here. <laughs> this is wow. it. Wow. That's all you need. You need a rice cooker and a steamer. If you can boil water, you can do Wow bow. Wow. And, and what we said was our goal is for the operator to do two thousand dollars a week in sales. That's one hundred K a year. We have operators who do an eight or nine thousand dollars a week. And we set up a system that gives the operator a 40 percent profit margin.
0: Forty 40% percent profit 40%, margin. If
1: you're doing one hundred K, you're making forty thousand dollars. That's rent. That's your manager. I, I mean, that's keeping that's the lights insane. on. That is turning those lights in that dark area. And when we have operators, we have a partner who's got 50 locations. Look at what his profit margin is, right? I mean, we're not talking about small dollars and we are helping mom and pops and we're helping large enterprise accounts because they need cash just like everybody else. So for us, the dark kitchen is taking the area of your restaurant that is dark and turning the lights on. We actually created a parent company during this. So you can't see it here, but it says Eclipse Partners. And the idea is if you think of an eclipse, right, the moon is going in front of the sun and turning things dark. Yes. We don't focus on the the darkness of the moment. We're liking that little sliver of light that's coming out. (laughs) So we named ourselves Eclipse Partners. We're putting brands underneath that as we continue to grow.
0: It's always darkest before the light. One of the things we talk about is, I really don't like the term ghost kitchen. We talk about a friendly ghost kitchen because we Casper talk about Kitchens. branding. Casper you You, 100%. Casper Kitchens is exactly right. With a, Well, there's already an emoji, so you're already you already it. Call Kris Kardashian before she <laughs> takes that one too and trademark
1: with the two Ks.
0: I'm gonna take a quick minute to talk about Pop Menu Answering. I got to spend time with the co-founders of Pop Menu in Chicago during the National Restaurant Association. They were so fired up to talk about Pop Menu Answering, this new product that they have rolling out. And as a, a current restaurant owner myself, I know that constant phone calls can get in the way of serving guests in the restaurant, but not answering your phone can mean that you are losing out on potential customers. Did you know that 42% of restaurant guests will eat somewhere else if their call is missed? That is why we recommend Pop Menu Answering. Pop Menu Answering is powered by artificial intelligence to answer simple questions most people call in with, like, do you have outdoor seating? What are your hours? Within the Pop Menu platform, you can customize answers for your restaurant and choose the voice your guest hears, plus, create customized greetings. Pop Menu answering picks up the phone 24 7, 365, and Pop Menu helps gain insight into what potential guests are typically calling about, turning every phone call into an opportunity reclaim the power of your phone now with pop menu answering and for a limited time our listeners get $100 off your first month plus you can lock in one unchanging monthly rate at popmenu.com/influencers go get $100 off your first month and learn more about pop menu's full collection of tools at popmenu.com/influencers and now back to the show can you talk about why storytelling is so ingrained in the culture of WowBow?
1: You know, we're, we're what I talk a lot about. I, sh- I should correct myself. let Chris just uh, Jenner. Right? <laughs> Not Chris Kardashian. Um, look, we're a, we're we're a brand that started in 2003. We have a soul. We you can Google us, Facebook us. You could social us like we exist. We're not a brand that just made ourselves last night who had some packaging and threw some food in and hope it stays hot or hope it stays cold. We have a story and a soul. And it's always been part of our DNA is to share what we are. So in 2009, uh, I'm going to ramble for a story here, but you're going to like. I where like we stories. that's where so, we started this it, whole
0: thing to do stories and, and the two, better. And, and by the way, your two minute drill, that's why we teach anyone that's listening to this show, whether you're listening, whether you're watching, you got to perfect the two minute drill because yeah. you never know who's going to be in that elevator. Right, you never know. Right, right. You literally never know. You were on the trade floor. You don't know who's going to walk past you that might have 5000 locations and you go, hey, you want a wow bow?"
1: And it's a game changer. Yeah, you need to be able to explain it to the point. So in 2009, my wife told me about this thing called Twitter. I don't know if you have heard, heard of it. it I've right? heard of Twitter. But in 2009, not a lot of people heard of it. I'm being serious. Right. The world was. Different no, I I'm,
0: I'm, believe and me. Yes, I, I know. didn't know
1: what the hell it was. And so I'm sitting 930 at night. I'm an old man. I'm in bed and I'm just going through this feed, trying to figure out what Twitter is. And there was this post sitting in WowBow, eating noodles, making a mess. I hope no one sees me now. In 2009, we had three locations. One's in Water Tower Place Shopping Mall. No seating. Couldn't have been that one. One was down in the Loop in Chicago, business district, closed at 5 o'clock. So I knew it was this location that we're sitting in. Wow. So I called the restaurant. I said, hey, there's somebody sitting by themselves, eating soup. It's a lady. Send her over a dessert bow and tell her she, does, she looks great. So then I'm sitting in bed, refresh, refresh, refresh. Re- All of a sudden, the tweets start coming in. Oh my God, this is great. I can't believe I got this. Taking pictures of the the product, posting about it. And I (laughs) saw the power of social media. That's an no shit moment. I saw the power of social media. Fast forward within a year and a half and I took on all the social. Again, this is 2009. I didn't have a team. Uh, There were were three of us. There was an accounting (laughs) person. There was myself. And there was that all around person. which Everybody needs an all around person. Save the business. So I became the marketing social media. And within like, Fifteen months, we were named one of the top fifty Chicago Twitter feeds. Amazing! And in two years later, but food, why? Why was that? Because what we did was we went on social, and all we did was engage with people. We rarely posted mean, wait, about Wow. Do now. you mean?
0: that you're telling me digitally people want to be treated the same way they do within the this is a rhetorical are question you, are that you you're se- asking. Are you serious? We would go right out now.
1: there on Twitter and people we would see it. people just talking about whatever. And we would jump in. My favorite thing to do on Twitter was back when, like, the Oscars were on yes. and doing the red carpet. Look yes. who's with who. Look who's wearing what. Nothing to do about. Wow. Man. No, nothing. And to that's do. what we did. Conversation. So You fast forward and the Food Channel, the Food Network named the 20 most socially influential restaurants in America, McDonald's, Taco Bell, Wendy's. Starbucks and Dunkin were the top four. We were number 20 and we had three units. No way. Three units in America. We were running number the twenty, and I was running Come the Twitter on. and the Facebook. Facebook was big. Carl then. didn't tell me that. This is this is the good story. This is why right? we have the show. And then and then the next thing that happened was, I, I mean, it was just. we Are saw you still this running power. the Twitter account? No. Okay. So in, in 2018, you have your own Twitter after, account. I, I haven't touched my own personal account in a while. <laughs> See, now we now we hold you accountable. LinkedIn. I do a so lot with. LinkedIn. OK, I don't so, so we're going to hold you hard, accountable. But, we're going to put links in there. But, we're going to make sure you're but, active. On but there. what I what's important is, look, the most important thing about it is it became our voice. Yes. Right. And this is the hard the hardest thing I've done in my career was hiring someone to take over the social because I gave somebody my voice. Yes. And it I'll, I'll be honest, we crashed and burned on the first person. Yeah. Right second person started becoming you to run everything by me and we're still not using twitter we do a lot with instagram and facebook we're starting to do TikTok. i handle linkedin and we want to get back on twitter but it's every every channel has It's its own voice correct you can't take the same voice and put it over it's different followers different media different people and it has been really really hard to let someone else own the voice of the brand because they could piss people off. Yes, they could do a lot of damage. They could yes. say the wrong thing. They could be in the wrong place. But I'm trying to let go, I'm trying <laughs> to recognize for growth. You have to let yes. this do. The other thing is my view on the voice is a lot different than the 23 year old running the account. Yes. And everyone tells me that's the voice, right? You got to look yes. at your clientele base and my voice might not be right. Another Twitter story was in 2000 11, I think it was, or 2010, I think it was 11, saw this random Twitter post from a cupcake company. It's called Foiled Cupcakes, saying during the holidays, think I'm going to give away cupcakes to a charity. So we just grabbed it and said, we're in. We'll do it too. Yes. Never met this person in real life. Yes. And joined it. And now this person's become one of my best friends. We've been mentors to each other. And then what we did is we found five other brands. And we ended up finding someone to host us and we did this entire, you know, uh, uh, meal package at a place that ended up raising funds for a need, and we donated all the food. And it was just again the power of what community can be from social. Yes. When you when you do it and do it right, it is a game changer for your business and for your own personal. And then it makes it even harder to give it to someone else to run.
0: It makes it very hard to to relinquish control. One of the things our principle, our thesis is digital hospitality. Every business has to be digital first, but every business also has to be in the hospitality business. And the competitive advantage that restaurant owners have is that we have hospitality already in our DNA. We do it phenomenal in real life. Yes, we do. We just haven't extended it to the omnichannel experience.
1: Well, most restaurateurs are not tech savvy. Yes. Right. Yes. I mean, there's such good technology out there, but all the technology was not made by restaurant people.
0: Well, one so, of the things you said is that the pandemic forced so many restaurants yes. back into their business. Yes. And because technology has evolved, I mean, I, June, t- June 29th, 2007, that's when the first iPhone came out. I use that marker because it's not that long ago. We're talking about right. 15 years. Right. 15 years, the first iPhone came out and the amount of things. I mean, we just gotten an Uber to get over here to go four blocks. But like uh, the acceleration that's happened once you go back into your brick and mortar and you start to see the things, you start to see the POS, you start to see the online ordering, you start to have those Twitter,
1: Instagram, TikTok moments where you're like, wait, this stuff matters. Yeah, But yes, the, it matters. All that. All that is true. But there's a big difference with technology. It's how we as operators use it. It's how the marketers want to use it and how the public actually uses it. And Thank what I you. mean by that is when you're dining in your restaurant, if something's wrong, one of two things happen. You either speak up and we as operators have a chance to fix the problem. Yes. Win you back, create loyalty, hospitality, like you said, or you don't say a word and you go home. Yeah. One of those two things happen with technology, especially with social is all of a sudden now everybody has a voice and the voice doesn't want to interact. The voice wants to. I'm going to try not to alienate myself from your 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 (laughs) your 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 viewership here, but the voice isn't always looking for a solution. They want to gripe. They want to complain. They want to make you look bad. And the world and partly that's also generational. Right. The younger generation. I have kids, so I could say this doesn't communicate the way an older generation does. Like, yes. let's work together to find solution. Let's work to, to make things better. Let's work to return this voice that they have now allows them to say whatever they want and then just disappear sure. or keep attacking you. And if we can use these mediums to communicate. Yes. Two way, not one way, well, that's the, things the, would be much better. That's the issue. The issue is that restaurant owners
0: want to ignore the voice. And it doesn't matter if the not voice all. is. Not all. The very few, well, that's why we have this show yep. is to highlight the ones that do have the voice that are using the technology because your voice matters online. And when you respond to those anonymous reviews, the rest of the people that aren't a part of the conversation, they see how well that responds on Twitter. They see how well that responds on Yelp. They see how you respond on Google. And if somebody's bitching and complaining, so what? Right. Someone's taking accountability just the same way they would in the restaurant. And that's true digital hospitality. That's true. That's where the magic happens. That's where the magic happens, where you have this incredible Twitter interaction. You know, that's just a fantastic story that showcases literally. That's what happens. That's what happens in life. That's how we find out. That's the discovery. That's where we get brand loyalty. Why is brand back to always be branding? What I talk about, ABB, always be branding. I just got back. We're going to put a link. We're going to do a behind the scenes episode. We're going to put a link to that. But I got a tour of the office. Give us the why that was an unplanned tour. Why did we do this? Why did did we do this tour? Set the stage for us to to, because we boxed this. We boxed this. It was that important for our viewers and our listeners. So if you're listening to this on podcast, you have to watch on entrepreneur.com or on YouTube. We built a box. We literally we we literally (laughs) delayed the interview to build this box.
1: Why? So uh, first off, we moved into a new office two weeks ago. So two weeks why ago. did we do it before
0: the national restaurant? I didn't have enough. going on. Let's, let's, yes. let's,
1: let's move offices. But it's a good looking office. You should it's tell it. It is. A be- well, that's why
0: we're putting the link in the show notes
1: so you guys can I'm check it out. I'm very proud of the office. It all came together in two weeks. And again, that's my team, right? That's yes. the marketing team. That's Nanetta, who is in the office when you're yes. there, who's, you know, the gatekeeper of everything. Right. And can find everything we need. But we went there because. One of the things that's important to us is as we open these dark kitchens across the country, there's zero brick and mortar and no one knows about us. Yep. So and I like saying Fargo, North Dakota, because everyone knows Fargo because of the TV show, but also no one goes there. So we can use it as like. The ultimate, I don't know where it is place. Yep. No disrespect to anyone watching in Fargo.
0: We love you, We're Fargo. We're big fans. We love you, Fargo. But We'll if do an go, unboxing in Fargo. If you go to Lots Fargo, North Bows. Dakota, <laughs> <laughs> your, this is your expansion plan. We right. talk about Fargo and our carpet be... bombing Fargo. <laughs> um,
1: if you go to Fargo, North Dakota, there is no brick and mortar Wow You do not know yes. what our brand is. You've never heard of this, you've never seen it. So we put together a box. That's got a bunch of good stuff that we can send to social media influencers in different markets. Look, we do, we do, paid ads on Facebook and YouTube, and uh, Instagram. We reach out to local press. We, I mean, we try to get information about what's there. We do third-party promotions when people are finding us in the yep. app. Like we do stuff, but our goal is that everybody orders us from WowBow.com. Yes. So we find influencers in each market, and. You asked me this question of what defines an influencer. Yes. An influencer does not mean you have 3 million followers. I like I, you, I agree. want you. Let's we go. Agree. An influencer is someone who has engagement. Yes. An influencer is someone who's built a community and has trust and people will listen and has quality. So we find you. We like, you know, the 500 person influencer and we like the 3 million person influencer. 3 million person <laughs> influencer a lot more expensive. But we send you the box. And it's full about who we are. It's got information about us. Do they it's know the goodies. box is coming? We rearrange it. ahead. Well, we need their address. Yes. Right. Okay. Perfect. So we, okay. We reach out to Logistics. them through social. Yes. We meet you. Sometimes we agree on a payment. Sometimes yes. we agree it's not. I say that. Please don't everyone start asking me for money. <laughs> uh, and it's amazing how many people are willing not to be paid. And we yes. appreciate it. You want to build a relationship. You want to receive the box and you want to be able to show it off and have something that no one else has. Yes. It's giving you yourself Street cred. Yeah. So we find you, we send you the box. It has. Am I t- uh, I'm not going to say what's in it. No. We're going to do. We're going to tell you what's in it. We we're going to unbox
0: the it. We're going to actually unbox it. For and all and of it is
1: you. to you know help us enter the market. Yes. And hopefully you say good things about it. We also send you there like a gift card to Uber Eats, so you can now order the food. And hopefully there's a part two either alongside the box you unbox and eat, or yes. once you do it the next day or next week you order the food and now you unbox again with real food.
0: Well, one of the things that I love is I'm wearing a toast hat, toast title sponsor of this show. Literally one of the things that we did when we switched from Aloha to toast is I told William Eppard, I always throw him under the bus. Sorry, Will, but you know, that's how it is. I told him we're a barbecue media company. We're going to make content. We're going to podcast blog, make TikTok videos, make LinkedIn posts. And he's like, I don't believe you. I said, okay, well let's do it. Sent us our hardware. So it's harder to make software videos, but he sent us the hardware and me and my GM unboxed all this toast gear. So we unbox this toast gear and it goes, well, who would give a shit about somebody, a restaurant owner unboxing? Well, there's a lot of restaurant owners that are having technology questions. Yeah. They're literally thinking about their legacy POS. Is this the right POS? Hey, plug. It,
1: we use toast at Wow about look at that. That's unsolicited. I didn't even, I didn't just even for the record. That. I didn't even know K, that. We got the KDS. We got the
0: POS and we got the kiosk. So, well, there you go. See, Toast, you make it easy for me. But the biggest, the biggest thing about for for me is we put that Toast unboxing video up. Within three days, Chris Comparado sends it out to the entire team. Talks about why unboxing is so important. Unboxing is important. No matter where you are, my son is four, my daughter's two. They watch YouTubers that have that are literally kids that yeah. make twenty million dollars a year. Unboxing toys. Yeah. And we, by the way,
1: the kids will keep the box and play in it and your dog will like it. For I mean, there, there's other uses for the box.
0: So the the other case study is Traeger. Traeger does an incredible job in the barbecue space of of building a box. They built a box like we unboxed one of the Traeger's inside the Traeger box is a playground. My kids are playing in the box. So the more that you yep. care about your packaging back to Carl and Meredith delivering the digital restaurant, the book you need to get. They called me out on stage. They didn't call me. I called myself out on stage this morning at the ghost kitchen presentation. But we need to do a better, better job at Cali barbecue. You guys have stepped up the game. You've inspired me coming out here. I can't wait this. to receive my box from you. I can't <laughs> wait to send you the barbecue box. We're going to send as much barbecue as possible to Chicago. But um, one thing we like to do is do a social shout out to, to anybody that is on your team. In hospitality, like you said, the team doesn't get recognition a lot. I'm fortunate to be the face of the brand, Cali Barbecue. I'm trying to inspire our entire team to get out, post more, do more videos, do more podcasts, do as much as possible because it, it's much bigger than me. For you, is there somebody special that you wanted to shout
1: out you know, on, on my team? On my team, I would have to say it's Stephanie Dodgen, because she. this was her baby. Ah, this was her idea. she designed, well done. She designed the box with all the decor, you know, the look on it. actually, can, so this whole look here, I don't know if you're zooming in and looking at it or not, but we've taken this motif and everything we do now with Wild Bow, this goes into everything we're doing now that she created. This was her idea from the get-go and put it together. So I, I gotta shout her out. But it would be wrong of me if I didn't shout out everybody. I mean, yeah. it, it, is, it is all about team. And even, I'm a, I'm a sports guy and I love swimming and swimming's a, a singular sport usually, except for the relays and tennis is a single sport, yep. golf is a single sport. These people aren't single. They have trainers, yep. they have coaches, they have manners. Nothing's a single anything. And so shout out to Stephanie for putting this together, but really the whole team puts everything we do together and the whole team built that box some way or another. Well, that's awesome. Somebody, uh, somebody getting it to the FedEx place.
0: That's somebody's correct. paying for what's in that there. Is the truth, right? That is the truth. So every single week on, on Wednesday and Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific standard time, we're on Clubhouse. Uh, my grandfather taught me stay curious, get involved. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Clubhouse allows us you, the listener, you, the viewer to come ask your question, tell us your story. There's restaurant influencers all everywhere. Back to what you said for us, there's no definition of what a restaurant if you are in the business of taking care of people in your village, in your city, in your community, you have influence, whether you know it or not. Our job is to teach you with people like Jeff, the Wow Bao team, the tools and the tactics so that you can start doing this for your village and your community because it is so important. So join us on Clubhouse. I'm going to try to get Jeff or at least someone from his team to join so you can answer questions once his episode drops. Um, If you were inspired by this episode, please share it with a friend. Where where can people find you? Wowbow.com. If you're not
1: inspired, don't go on Twitter.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do go on Twitter because I want to see how the brand voice responds. But be sure to tag me if you're going to do it. It's at Sean P. Walchef. If you guys want to reach out to me, you know where to find me. It's easy. How can people find
1: you? Well, so for wow, it's at wow there you go. Change this, change the hashtag to an at. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram uh, and Jeff Alex on LinkedIn. But Jeff is with a G E O F F because that's the right way to spell Jeff.
0: And so for those of you that are staying for the video portion, if you're listening on podcast, I don't know how well it's going to be, but that's why we want you to come check out the video. We're about to unbox this thing. All right, let's do it. And a special thank you to our title sponsor, Toast. Toast is the primary technology partner that we use at our restaurant. Cali Barbecue is also the primary technology partner that so many of the guests have shared with us on this show. People like Sam, the cooking guy, Stacey Poonkinney, Jeff Alexander. So many times the guests tell us that they're using toast when we didn't even know that going into the interview. That is why we are so grateful that they sponsor this show. We want you to win. You that listen to this show, we want you to improve your digital hospitality. Toast is built for restaurants and it's built for you. Toast is the restaurant first platform that's built for your needs, whatever your size, concept, or ambitions. Improve your bottom line with a customizable platform that's easy to learn, use, and grow with. And it meets you where you are with all the right tools for your price point. If you have any questions about Toast, please DM me at Sean P. Walchef, S H A W N P W A L C H E F. I will get you the link to the right toast contact in your market. It's so important that if you listen to this show that you win. We want you to be on this show eventually. Let us know that you heard the show, you heard about toast, you implemented toast. You did a toast unboxing in your restaurant. Talk to us about how you've impacted your village, your city, your community. Share your toast story with us. DM me today to learn more. Be sure to check out toast.